What's up, guys? It's Tiana with Pray Sweat Slay here. I am so excited. Another episode where we talk about faith and fitness. Today is our part three. I don't know if you listened to part one and part two, but strictly faith. I quit my job. My best friend quit her job. And today I got somebody super special, another special guest to chat with me because I am just like in awe at everything she has done. I know her story, well, a little bit, but not too much. And um, yeah, it's it's I'm, it's happening. So really quick, I always uh, welcome my first time listeners. If you are a first time listener and you're listening in for the first time, I want to just say welcome. We only chat here. Nothing is scripted. Nothing is put together prior to or whatever. We are down to earth. We are human. We are authentic. And that is all that matters. So Again, my special guest, I want to introduce Kristen Massey. Did I say that right? You did say it right. Kristen is like a sister to me, sister-in-law, I should say. I don't know. She's (laughs) a sister-in-law. But yes, I wanted to bring her on. For First of all, y'all, let me just say this. Getting this girl on a call, getting this girl (laughs) on a podcast, an episode, is like getting a celebrity. I'm trying to get in contact with a celebrity, okay? Believe it or not, she is a mother. She works hard. She is dedicated to everything that she does. And when she does it, she does it well. But can we just talk about like trying to get her on here and how hard it is? (laughs) Yes. Um, Anyways, I just wanted to say that. But Kristen, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for asking. I know it took us a minute to get it all together, but I know it's that's that faith. We here. Listen, we we made it. I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I need this episode. I need this episode because I had already forecasted it in part one. And I was like, okay, part two, I know who I'm going to have next. And I know like whoever's listening, they probably were ready too. So today I wanted to bring you on because again, like We've chatted before and I've expressed to you how I admire your faith um, and how <laughs> you kind of like have this thing where you like don't care. And I wish that I could, I wish that I had that because I think a lot of people, if they they thought like you did when it comes to other things and not really caring about what people say, but trusting God, that they would be a little bit more at peace. You know, I yeah. feel like people we kind of like and i'm speaking for myself like we kind of like have this this mindset of like well i don't care but then on the inside you really do care because you want people's support or you want to know that you're going to be okay instead of you just taking that leap and saying you know what forget it i'm just gonna do this because i know god got me and i feel like you have shown that like with your action like you've moved i want to ask you a little bit of your background but you have moved and You've like had a full blown human, and oh my god, <laughs> I know another um, you know level of faith that you have to have when you you know because obviously we're both mothers um, mm-hmm. of boys and younger babies, and I think it's so cool to see somebody that I am in close proximity with to do certain things that I really really desire to do. Like I want to get up one day and I want to move. And I want to take my son and I want to just be like, you know what? I'm going to start fresh. And you've done that. So can you share a little bit of like your background? Like when you got that inkling of like, all right, I'm a, this is like post baby, post baby, right? Okay. Became a mom. You was like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. 
I feel like I'm called to this place or I'm called to do this. And you just kind of got that feeling. What was it like? How did that, what, tell me. Yeah. Um, so I'm originally from Colorado. Um, and I had to move back from Los Angeles. And that's where I was when I found out that I was pregnant. And I didn't want to have a baby in LA. So I said, you know what, we're going to go back home. I went home for two years and I was working really hard. Even through my pregnancy, I had um, I had three jobs during my pregnancy and I gave birth. I, I worked all the way up until it was time, you know? Um, so being a mom, a single mom for those first two years was, was quite difficult, but I reached a place where I had always known I was knew I wasn't supposed to be in Colorado. Um, and I felt it. You just feel kind of complacent. You feel out of place. You know, you feel like you're in a room and you're not a part of this club, essentially. Okay. Um, and so I sat there and I, and I just kind of was like, God, where where should I be? Move me where I should be. Allow the opportunities to open up. So during the pandemic, um, I was fortunate enough to create a business out of that, which is called Price Points Vintage. So it's a thrift store um, okay. and an online thrift store. So I began thrifting hard I've always liked thrifting so I was like let's let's just start reselling and see how that goes if I'm able to do something with that because I wasn't a big going back to work especially being a new mom I was afraid you know we're in the middle of a pandemic um people are sick do I want my newborn baby around people like how is that gonna work so I start this thrift store and it goes really hard on that I teach myself how to uh, develop a website I teach myself um how to create business cards. And I really just go full into it. And mind you, I was at home with the child still. Um, after about a year of kind of getting everything ready, I launched and it was successful. The first couple of months were successful and then we hit a decline. Um, and me and my partner were just kind of like, so what do we do next? <laughs> what do we do now, right? Um, and then I would look at my son and I just felt like, what opportunities do you have right now? You know, um, my whole family's in Colorado. My mom, my dad, my siblings are in Colorado, but something, something was moving me to Atlanta, Georgia. Something okay. was just in my spirit. And mm -hmm. I can't really put a point on it. I can't really say, ah, it's something I saw. I really yeah. don't know. And Did you try like a fire or like, was it just something like a nudge? You know, it's crazy. Something is pushing me or like telling me to go there. I have this thing with threes with God. Okay. And they go both ways. And so pretty much if I get, get a, get a feeling right. Um, in my spirit three times about something that I know it, it, I have to go for it. So let's just say, even if it's a positive or negative thing. So let's say it's on my spirit, um, that I need an oil change. Okay. Right. And, and it really, not saying that's just kind of give me a, a, a example if God kind of brings it to me a couple of times, it's coming up in, in random thoughts. Right. Um, if I'm driving past tons and tons of oil chain places and I'm not taking advantage of those things, when my, my car breaks down or something or it stops, then I can't be upset because I'm like, God showed you, showed right. you that this is what you needed to be focusing on and you weren't focusing on that. Okay. So it was, it was interesting that um, there was an event for my thrift store coming up and it happened to be in Atlanta, Georgia. And it was the first one. So I said, you know what, like, let's, let's go. We never, I never, me and my partner, we never been it before. We had never been in public space. This is the first time that the world is kind of opening up. So we decided to go to Atlanta. Um, interestingly that was a enough. move right there, right? Because it was listen. people just like, all right, we've never done this never. before. We gonna do it together, but like, 
we're still kind of in a pandemic, but we don't know. Yes. You guys got to, you have to like, obviously invest in your stuff, right? Yes. We're trusting that God is going to provide in allowing you guys to sell. So. Yes. Okay, cool. It's it's nerve wracking, especially because you're purchasing things that you like, hoping that someone else sees the vision too. Okay. And that, cause you're, you're investing a lot of your money and your time, your energy into this thing. Um, and I was just talking about this earlier, but you're investing so much energy and sometimes it's like investing, right? You, you, you want that energy to come back to you, but we want it to happen at that moment, but that's not how it's happened. It's like, sometimes you spend money and it don't pop up on your bank statement yet. Right. You know, or you want that deposit to hit, but it don't hit till Friday. But you really needed that that energy on Wednesday. It's, it it just kind of was like we don't know. So we flew out there, um, and it was interesting enough. My brother, my older brother, had just bought a house in Atlanta, Georgia, just completely unrelated. Wow. Um, so God, this, this is something also I believe is so crazy. I always feel like I run into obstacles in different places, and when I run into them, I feel like. If you don't believe in God, I don't know how. Right. Okay. <laughs> let me just on. let me say, say that, that on this podcast one more time. If what? you don't believe in him, I don't understand because I'll be in places and I'll call on him and I'm like, God, I really don't know. Right. I don't think we have the funds to do this. I don't think I have the time, energy, the space. I don't think that we have the means to do it. And when I say, listen, you ask and you shall receive. You yeah. feel me? Um, and I also believe that faith without works is dead. So if okay. you're not actively working on your faith, I feel like God is like, I'm like, he's watching you, right. you know, you're still, right. he's watching you. And if you're, if he's pouring into you, if he believes in you and you don't believe in him, then I feel like that's when that transaction doesn't happen. I feel like God's like, oh, well, I'm tired of depositing to you. I didn't bless you. All I'm asking you to do is believe in me and see that I can get you through it. So, um, we get to Atlanta and I fortunately was able to stay at my brother's house. Um, we, we get ready for our, our event and it's, we're late to the event the next morning. I'm panicking. I'm having an anxiety attack. Uh-oh. Thank God for my partner. Um, yeah, he, he was, if God sent an angel down, it was him because yeah. we were in there and I'm, you, like you said, I'm panicking because we've never had a face-to-face interaction of selling. What if people don't like me? What if people all don't right, like my stuff? All these thoughts. So you on faith, but then somehow the enemy likes to creep in and yep. give you doubt, worry, fear, all of these yep. things, right? Because you're being mm-hmm. obedient to what God is telling you to do. You already knew, like you were, you obviously, this was probably what on your second sign because your brother had got mm-hmm. the house. You got that push, something about Georgia, something about Atlanta, then the event, and then you're here. Okay, so yep. now the worry, the fear, the doubt, all of that stuff is distracting you from what you're supposed to be doing but how did you get through that or yes um I genuinely was in that space where I was like you know what this was a mistake I don't know what was I thinking I shouldn't have came out here I shouldn't have roped this this part my partner to coming down here with me like what am I thinking right and I feel like you also this is also important right Mm. you have to believe in you have to, you got to believe in God, right? Because he is, sometimes he, he, he moves other people to move for you. So yeah. I feel like at that moment, my partner recognized that I was like, I was retreating from the, from the okay. mission. Okay. I was getting ready to head out. And Ooh. they were, they were definitely like, do you want to pray? Ooh. Do you want to pray? Do you, cause it was, everything was going around. It was really fast, but he's like, do you want to pray? Do you want to, do you want us to ground right now? Because it right. seems like 
all these outside th voices and entities are kind of getting inside of your your space and our space, right? And and I need you to know, I got you, God got you. And I'm like, okay, let, let's let's pray. Yeah, so bring it back. we had to really ground ourselves and he really prayed over the situation and was just like, we are the masters of our own abilities. So how can we fail? Mm. How can we fail at this? And even if somebody didn't want to buy our product or doesn't like it, um, this is what God asked us to do. Right. So we, and we, we, just by us getting on a plane, just by us getting here, we showed up. So we might, even if we sold one thing, we sold one thing that proves that our concept works. That it proves work. that that's the work. Behind the faith. It, it proves that it will work. Okay. So we sold out. Woo! And I'm not talking about, I had no Look five pieces. That. We sold out our first event. I left with no racks. And when I, when we set up, we had about four racks filled would close. Mm -hmm. um, and when, when I say we, we were in four hours, we had sold out of our product. We wow. were selling our racks. We were selling our racks to people on the floor because we were like, we don't want to take this back to Colorado. We can't take these racks back. We had to fly in and buy all that stuff there. So oh, we're like, we can't. Wow. Okay. So we're selling this stuff and we, <laughs> we leave and we're sitting in the car and we're like, um, God, you hold on, hold right. on, like, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me, let me run this back real quick. What you said? What now? God, you, you was was that you or? It, it felt like God sent out an evite. It felt like God was like reposting my stuff on on the on the Jesus web. Right, I don't know. Right. Okay. So that was that. That was that confirmation in you. Getting uncomfortable, you still faced it. You went, you were obedient, you trusted, although it was not easy, because mm -hmm. God always says it's not gonna be easy, right? No, he, he doesn't promise easy, he doesn't promise us that it will feel good, but it will be rewarding. And you guys sold out. So sold out. when it came to you moving officially to Atlanta, was that your confirmation or was this way before and you were like, you know what? All right, I'm I'm a head out. Like, how did that work? I um felt like the city I was living in wasn't what I needed. And so I was I was in my home one day and I was with my son and he would just run around tearing up things like he like little boys do. And um I just kind of asked God like I just want to be able to provide for my son. Okay. That's all I want. You know, I, I don't know how to do a lot of things, Lord, but I do know that I believe in you. So move me where you need me to be. And sometimes that's hard, right? Because we yeah. we want to go this way. We want to go over here to the to the fun and the glamorous. You know, I want to, I could go get a really good job. I could stay in this city. I could just work my nine to five and come home. And I'm not saying anything's wrong with nine to five. So you work right. nine to five, you do that thing. But if God is telling you there's something else meant for you and you're ignoring it, then it's just kind of like, ah. And my whole thought process was, I was sitting there and I was like, I think I'm going to move to Atlanta. It came to me. I think I'm going to move. Okay. So then my, just I'm like, like whoa. Yeah, it literally was like, I think I want to. My older brother had bought a house. My younger brother was in the military and had randomly got stationed out there. Okay. And I called my father, um, who's a very powerful, like, person to me. Um, and, and he decides that he wants to look at houses in Atlanta. Okay. So he invites me to Atlanta to go house shopping with him. 
And it was the first time that I'm like in the process of buying a house with my father and being able to see these houses, the, the people, you know, um, the color, uh, the business of Atlanta. And it's, it's, a, it's a black mecca of entrepreneurs, of black women, of socialites. And it was a place I was like, OK, that's it. One, two, three, four, five, six, however many it is, it's time to go. And I decide I'm going to move to Atlanta. And I make this decision January 2021. Mm, um, okay. I'm, I was in my apartment May 10th, 2021. I was gone. I, I picked an apartment. And, and let me tell you, let me, I don't want to speak too much on it, but I came down here and I was looking for apartments and... There were certain credentials, you know, that I did, I wanted. And then when I got down here, the apartment that I happened to find that was in my price range was unavailable. Okay. And I was like, okay, you know, like, it's, you know, when it's meant to be, it's meant to be. I was back in Colorado. I was at work, um, you know, I worked from home and I should have been working, but I wasn't. I was looking up apartments and this one happened to just pop up like available. The apartment I wanted, the same floor plan on the level I needed it to be on. And I called and they're like, yeah, we actually had some crazy unforeseen thing happen. And these people, they had to move out. So it is available. And I'm sitting there like, what? Because I can't, and this is, this is February where it's available, but they're trying to lease it now. And it's a small uh, community. So people are trying to get in and I'm like, oh no, like I'll call you back. And (laughs) I had to make call my partner. I had a crayon and I'm calling people, but I was just like, this is how, this is my thought process. If I don't do this, what am I telling my son? Mm, Okay. If I don't leap, what am I telling my son? If I don't go after my dreams, if I don't follow my heart, if I don't believe in myself, that I'm just telling my son that you 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 got to do this way in order to be happy, but you don't, right? Okay. So it's, that's kind of how I felt. I said by moving to Atlanta, by picking up, and by showing my son that I am willing to do the hard work, mm. I am willing to do all of these things for, either for you or for myself or for your future. That when he becomes of age, he can look back and say, well. My mom was able to jump. Right. And I always tell people sometimes we so sometimes we worry so much about um getting our ducks in a row that we forget yeah. to cross the street. Okay. Sometimes you have to grab what you have and you have to just book it. And if you lose any ducks along the way, then you just weren't meant to you weren't meant to have them ducks. Wow. You feel me? And that's kind of where I was. And Powerful. I'm not saying rush into like, you know, people are like, oh, I'm queen, forget that job. I'm queen yeah. of <laughs> Quit right. your job, right? Right. But that's that's with planning, right? Be anxious yeah. for nothing, right? Yes. Um, wisdom, for sure. So that's really what it was for me. I had to be like, okay, if I'm going to move to Atlanta, what are the things I need to do to prepare for that? Getting an apartment was one. Once God crossed that off my list, it was it was it was up. <laughs> he gave he cleared the check once God was like oh yeah you're good I happened to get a job in February that allowed me to work from home then I got cleared to move um I moved and then this is when the scary part gets so um I moved in May I only was working at my current job well not my current excuse me but my past job so I got that job in February of 2021 I worked until June of 2021 and I quit that job because it was an unhealthy mental working environment for me Okay. And I am new to Atlanta with a baby and no job. Right. And your partner hasn't been out there yet, right? No. And they had their own thing going on. So, right. you know, they, they right. had their own life. You know, so was this an uncomfortable season for you where you were like, okay, I would ask this, you know, because sometimes we get to the place that we desire to be when it comes to taking that leap. But then 
it gets uncomfortable. So how did you navigate through there? How did you get past that point? Because you're obviously still in Atlanta. You're, you have a job now, you know, all of the things that I've been able to witness, you know, so far, you know, you're good. I don't know. I don't want to say good <laughs> as in like, yeah, you're good, but like, you know, like you're still here. Yeah. You are still doing it. You're still making a way. You're still, you know, moving forward. So how mm-hmm. did you get past that uncomfortable time, that that season? Ooh. It was um, like, all right, I took the leap. So now what? <laughs> I think that we as people think that faith is pretty. We're like, have faith, have faith. Everything's going to be okay. But sometimes faith is not pretty, right? Sometimes yeah. it's like, you're like, you have to live in the in the, the decisions that you made. And even though it's the right decision or you feel it's the right decision, sometimes your environment makes you feel like it's not, right? So being here alone with a two-year-old, I'm well, almost two-year-old, I was like, I didn't messed up. <laughs> I have messed up. I shouldn't have quit that job. I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have done that. What was I thinking? Mm-hmm. How are we going to eat? That, like, my son's going to be on the street. Like, and a lot of things go through your mind. And um, every day, I told myself, we just got to get to the next day. Okay. So, it, for me, it was like, let's have enough faith. or Let's pray enough. And, say, and I would be on my knees. Like, God, I, listen. Listen, Linda. I, I don't know <laughs> what I'm doing, right? right? I don't know what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm doing, right? But... I want you to place just one step in front of me or just show me what the next step is, right? Um, And this, let me tell you how God works. I'm praying to him. I have no job, right? And fortunately enough, I had prepared for this season. So this is one thing, if if you're jumping on faith, prepare for your season. So Mm -hmm. I had a savings account put away while I was working. I had made sure, like when I was getting my taxes, my refunds, I wasn't going out buying nothing. It went into right. my savings account because I always was like, oh, just in case, you know. Yeah, and it, yeah. it ended up being able to hold me over for about a month and a half of like, and that's food, gas, everything. Yeah, right? yeah. But I still ain't got no job. So <laughs> we got to keep on pro- producing. So I decided I wanted to attend um, a thrift event, you know, like a, yeah. a resale event. And I'm like, oh, I'm taking my son with me. And at, at those times, you think you can't take your children. You're like, I can't show up right. in my that's business. A, that's a worry of mine all it, the time. It, right. It, yeah, it is. But you have to understand, we are we are working moms, right? And yeah. like, we are superheroes. And I, no offense to men listening, but um, we just we just have this thing, right? Where we can yeah. hold a baby and fly and cook and literally get up everything. and. Like I've I've changed your diaper, made you a bottle, and bathed you. I didn't even open my eyes yet, you know. So I decided I need to take my son with me. And we go to this event, and it's really nice. And I'm meeting all these people, okay. and that's where I needed to be. That day I needed to be there because because of that interaction, I met a couple people who then introduced me to other people who allowed me to do my first solo event in Atlanta. I was then asked to come to these events. I'm then continually showing up to support them. And in return, they're supporting me. They're giving me opportunities. Say, hey, did you hear about this event here? And I'm like, no, I didn't. So now I'm in events. And it's it's a little bit interesting because I'm in events with my son. I'm setting stuff up. I got little snacks with him sitting. And we're outside and I got a tent. I'm trying to put my tent up and thank God for my my brothers and my family. But I don't know what I'm doing, right? And then you kind of just have to work on that faith and go here, okay. 
once again, it's opening time and people start coming through and you just having conversations and you, and I'm using the gift God gave me, right? I can talk. I'm very personable. Um, I'm just very, I enjoy life, right? And people yeah. see that and they would gravitate to that. They'd come over, they hang out, they see my son and they're looking at me like you brought, it's, it's bring your kid to work day every day with me. Okay. He's like, at this point, he's an employee. He know what he's right, exactly. Like he's like, all right, I, I been there, done that. I know what I know what to do now. Yep. And okay. based off of those interactions and me just being able to trust God and coming out the house, I was able to continue paying my rent just off oh, of oh. these events. I was able to just fund, you know, I would go thrifting with my son, and then I would come home. We would clean things, take pictures, get it all ready. And then try to do two events a week. You know, we did take Monday and he wasn't in school at all. So Monday through Friday, we working and Saturday and Sunday, we selling. Wow. Yep. It was a uh... absolutely amazing. For some reason, girl, you know, it's funny because I'm like, I'm hearing you talk <laughs> now and I'm just like, I see so much more <laughs> than what I what the naked eye can see, you know, because obviously we're miles and miles away, right? We barely yeah, yeah. talk and stuff. But the last time, you know, when I spoke to you, um, believe it or not, I mean, I was having a terrible, it was a bad day. It was a bad day, Chris. And like, for some reason, I don't know, I text you and, you know, I was like, oh, are you, are you working? Are you still, or something, somehow we, we ended up texting and then like, I asked you, were you still at your job or something? And then, you know, you were like, yeah, you got, you know, you got to still got to do this. And and then when I told you, I was like, okay, well, you know, like I, I quit my job or, you know, I resigned and you were like, okay. And I was like, but I'm having doubts. Like, I don't know if I made the right decision. You said, okay, the worst case scenario is like, you could just get a new job. And like, I was doing my makeup because I was going to a video shoot you know, in the midst of me doing what I love to do, right? You still have, you know, like when the when the enemy really be trying it, right? And you were like, you, you, God got you. Like, what do you mean? You know, like, and I was like, I feel like I just needed to tell you because I've seen you and just hearing your story, it makes me feel a little better because I know that there's somebody that I'm in close proximity with that has done something that I desire to do. like. You are so for like, you know what, forget that job, no shade. But if this is not what God wants you to do, or if you are not mentally well, spiritually well, then you got to get out. And, you know, honestly, when you said that, and I like had to sit on those words, I was like, yeah. And I held on to that. Like I held on to that because for a few days I was like, I kind of feel like I should tell my manager that I made a mistake. And, you know, just like, having that in the back of my mind where you were like, God got you though. Like you could just get a new, you could just get a job. Like, why are you tripping now? You know, like just, just chill out. Like you're good. If he got me, he, he definitely gonna have you. Right. And yeah. And that really encouraged me. And that was one of the main reasons why I was like, nah, I gotta get her on an episode because I think, you know, sometimes when it comes to ourselves, we see ourselves differently than other people see us. For right? sure. And then we forget that God has already placed something in us that is so valuable and it it helps other people. So when listeners come on and right now when people are hearing this and you know hearing your story, you're you're inspiring another young mother or even just an entrepreneur, even if they don't have children, 
to go and take that leap of faith and trust God and literally trust God. But when you said that faith ain't pretty, I think that stood out on this entire podcast because it's just like, that's so true. Faith isn't pretty. You know, I think people do make it seem like, oh yeah, when you take that leap of faith and you just trust God, he's going to work it out. But it's like, but in the midst of that season though, how well can you manage the the the, the discomfort? Yeah. Time where it's like, hold on, wait a minute, God. Now I, I said I would trust you, but you didn't say that I wasn't going to be able to eat dinner tonight. Like, you know, and but that's where the faith comes in. Exactly. And he somehow makes it work. And it's like, it's mm-hmm. just like that saying, like he, you know, he may not come when you want him to, but he's always on time. Like it'll be the last minute. Yeah, for sure. Really the last minute where I'm like, I have been in situations where I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do it. And somehow somebody sends me some money or like I check mm-hmm. my PayPal and I'm like, what? You know? And it's like, God is sitting there like, so you still, you still ain't going to, you, you, <laughs> you get it now? You, you get, get it now. You get it. Or are you going to keep this up, right? And so I really, really respect that. I, I, I truly respect the fact that you are transparent and that you can be transparent about just the non-pretty times, the, the ugly moments, you know, when it comes to like taking that leap. And I hope that you see that in yourself and continue to, you know, be like, wait, hold on, I just came this far, you know, I should be able to keep going. You know, I'm just, this is the next step. So everything that you got going on right now, um, my last question I would ask, like how, how would you say that you've grown since going through all of that um, in this season? I don't know what season you're in now, but you know, when it comes to just your faith maturity, how would you say like, you know, you handle certain things like when it comes time for you to make decisions based on only what God has given you or told you to do Mm -hmm. Uh, when it comes to, you know, say, I don't know, seeking counsel or consulting with people when people don't see the same vision or see the things that you see, how well do you handle that? And you can keep it real. You know, this is, (laughs) you know, like we, we all in different seasons and, you know, what I had to ask my my friend in the last episode, you know, is like, okay, well, how well do you manage or how well have you been able to manage when people do not agree or don't support the vision that God has given you or what he's told you to do when it comes to being obedient to him? How do you get through that? How, in the midst of that, how well can you, you know, how, how are you able to find peace? The hardest part I feel like for me um, or that I've grown to see is that you have to be accountable to your gift. So, or your purpose or whatever God's calling you to do. And I feel like if you're not showing up every day, like, you know, for yourself, then you can't expect other people to show up for you. Mm. Right. So, and that means my dad always said, you have to stay, um, stay ready. So you don't have to get ready. So I feel like sometimes we block a lot of our blessings that God's like, I moved you there. I got you there safely but you were supposed to do these things to align yourself to get into this door, but you you didn't, right? So that's where that faith without works comes in. Cause God's like, I'm still moving you where you should be, but you have to be accountable to the gift I've given you. Um, and that's hard sometimes when you're like, I don't want to get up and work out. Right, I don't want right. to, like my kid was sick and coughing all night. Like 
they just got quiet. I don't want to wake them up. I don't want to do this. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to. And when we adjust that thought process to be like, I get to wake up today, right? Mm -hmm. I look at the world and COVID that we're in right now. I'm like, oh my goodness. I wake up and sometimes I sit in my living room in quiet. I don't turn on any lights. And I'm like, I get to wake up in a house. I get to have this heat. I get to have water. My son's going to eat breakfast that he didn't have to get, right? right? Because I didn't provide that. God provided that because I don't know where that came from. Right. Like he okay. was in here turning, turning sand into bread or something because I don't know where it came from. Yo, no. I don't know where it came from. And so when I kind of shift him and going, okay, I get to do this. And I'm also holding myself accountable to where I was a year ago. So I'm saying a year ago, right? What would I be telling myself a year ago right now? And I would be saying, just get up. Just, just, just go to the gym today. And, and the important thing for me was really laying, if I can, I stopped thinking about the wall. I stopped okay. trying to build a wall. I'm uh, just going to lay a brick down today. Okay. Let me just focus on just getting this one brick down today. I'm not thinking about the wall. I'm not thinking about the end result. We have to start trusting, trusting the process. And okay. so now that's a hard thing when someone else is coming in and they're like, but you should do this, but I think okay. this, but I want this for you. And here's a good analogy I like to use. If you're, if you're used to every day driving your car, every single day the same way, and this is your, your vision car, right? And you allow somebody else to drive, and they're driving your vision car the way they think your vision should be driven. You're gonna be like, whoa, 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 slow down. Yeah. You're going too oh, fast. Right. Stop, yeah. you, you're hitting them curves a little bit too fast. Like, yeah. wow. you're not on my insurance, you're doing too much. And you're gonna get very frustrated with them because they're like, no, yeah. I'm, I'm going, I'm going, the, the GPS says go this way. But your faith GPS is like, we, you took a right and God told me to take a left and mm. I don't like that. Okay. And it starts, it kind of eats at your spirit, but then, so you have to acknowledge that sometimes it gets ugly when you have to be alone because not everyone sees your vision. Everyone isn't intact with your, your, your faith GPS, if you want to call it. And sometimes you have to be in your car alone that, uh, to allow God to have seats in okay. your, in, in, for you. You got to have, you know, uh -huh. he has to be there with you. But if every seat in your car is filled up with people's opinions and mm -hmm. what they want you to do and what they thinking, there's no room for God, right? So you right. got to clear them people out and be like, listen, I'm going to take the wheel on this. God's going to be my GPS. Jesus in the backseat. They back there hanging yes. out. The Holy Spirit got me. He on there the radio. He the DJ. And yeah. you have to kind of ride that. You have to kind of go. And even sometimes you're in a storm, right? And you're like, this is you looking at God. Like, I know you're my passenger, but you want to take <laughs> the wheel? You want to take right. the wheel? And he's like, I'm, I got you, right? I told you I got you. I'm going to make sure you get there. I'm going to talk. I'm going to make sure you don't fall asleep. I'm going to make sure that you get where you need to go. But you have to trust that I'm going to get you there. And it's like, wow. that's where we sometimes forget. And so it's just being accountable to yourself because you, I want to blame somebody every day. I want to be like, well, it's your fault I didn't work out. Right. It's your fault that I didn't right. do this. Well, my son is, oh, he just, he just on top of me all the time. But once you, once you realize like you are in control of only what you're in control of, then everything else kind of goes away. And then you also have to decide on choosing better problems, okay. right? I wanted to... I mean, when you spend two years just talking to a two-year-old, you know, your mental health might be not no, the highest. For no, for real. Right. So I, I had to level is like on a... <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, all you know is Mickey Mouse. Right, okay. Okay, so okay, I had to start... <laughs> I had to start choosing, and I write them down in my room. I, I wrote down, and if you haven't tried this, Tiana, you definitely should, but I wrote down what I feel like my problems are, right? Okay. I, let's just say, and I'll just give examples, and it can be for anything, but let's just say I feel like... I want to lose some weight, right? Or I'm I'm not the size I want to be. I don't um 
I don't want to eat fast food or all I do is eat McDonald's, right? Um, what else can, can I say? Um, I I hate that my house is junky and I want to get a maid or I want I need an assistant. I, my life is too busy, right? So now I've decided no matter what's going to happen, I just need to choose a better problem. So if I say, well, I don't like being the, the weight that I want to be at, that's a problem. Me being however my weight I am is a problem to me. Well, a better problem is me going to the gym. I don't like that problem, right. but it's going to be there's a solution in that problem. So in order for me to like the weight and be more confident, then I got to go to the gym. That's my, that's a better problem. Better problem. You know, um, I don't like- gonna take work and it's not going to be easy and it might hurt. So yeah, you are choosing a different problem because it's not going to be, okay. Waking up at 5 a.m. is a problem. <laughs> nobody, <Right. laughs> nobody wants to do that. Right, but right. I can guarantee you right now, Sam, if you wake up every day for the next year at 5 a.m., and then somebody comes to you and they go, hey, can you train me for free? Or, hey, can you do this for free? Or, hey, do you mind if I just have all this stuff? You would look at them and say, you had the same five o'clock time schedule I had and right. you chose not to do that, which is fine. That's what I'm charging for. That's what I'm, I'm charging for the discipline I had to have in this season. So for you to get a cheat code, because you're getting a cheat code with me. Yeah. And you're going to skip a couple steps that I didn't get to skip. I had yeah, to go go past, you know, 200 before I could, I mean, uh, go before I can collect 200. Right. And that's just where it really is. Just choose better problems. You know, I don't, mm -hmm. oh, I don't want to be at this job anymore. Okay. Create a business or find a better job. You know, right. it's really, right. your solution is in your problem. No, don't get me wrong. Like, it is hard out here. It's very difficult. Sometimes you really do question yourself. Sometimes you're like, angry you're upset you're frustrated and these are all emotions that are yes. healthy to have um these are all spaces you have to be in because you have to be able to hear god in whatever capacity some people just learn from unfortunately i learn better when my back's against the wall i, I really can push out push it out yeah um some people learn from very positive reinforcement and, and seeing happy things and they will work very hard to make sure their life maintains that level of um happiness and so it just you have to understand yourself so if you the one thing you have to do is first be with yourself mm -hmm. and allow God into that space and then once y'all get on the road of this journey together then there's you're really unstoppable at that point I love that that's that's was an amazing analogy I feel like I'm such a I could visually see that and you know some people out there is like wow I'm pretty sure of that but that's <laughs> it right there that is so good that was that was some teaching. Okay, I see. All right, so Chris, tell us what you got going on right now with just your Ooh. business and how are you doing with that? What what could we look forward to when it comes to what you plan on doing? Yes, I am in a great season of creativity right now. So I have like four businesses in my head. So pray for me. Okay. Um, and about two of them that is already up and moving and running. So like I said, I do own um, online thrift store. So it's Price Points Vintage um, on Instagram. So it's at Price Points Vintage. Um, I'm transitioning that into a YouTube series um, because I feel like there's a way to be cute on a budget. There's a way to be really thrifty and really get some hot stuff. Yeah. Um, so we're transitioning that into shoes and just being okay. able to styling and being able to purchase things. Um, and the website you can find? Same. So it's going to be pricepointsvintage.com. Okay. Come, come and get all your, your fancy stuff. Um, yes. I'm also working on, keep us on the low, keep us on the low, but uh, I'm also working on getting um, a business law degree at the moment. So once again, pray what? for your boy because yeah, Woo! don't tell nobody. 
Don't tell oh nobody, but uh, that means God keeps I'm moving me. Coming to you a lot more. Looks like, <laughs> like I'm gonna be coming to you a lot more. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 up. And um, the third thing that we're working on is it's kind of some crazy. Can't go too much into it, but yeah. we're getting ready to open up a restaurant. So we've been scouting out a couple locations, and I think we found one here in Atlanta. Oh. And my, you know, my little hairs on my neck stand up. So I God know. is good. God I is good. I kind of got chills too thinking about that. <laughs> Like, look at that. And let let me not get off this podcast without saying this, Tiana. You're probably the way you see me is the way I see you because I'd be at home and you be content creating and you I see your son in the background. Oh my god! You be trying to go to the gym oh, and no. you be trying to eat and drink some water. And I'd be looking at you like, um, can you can you slow down because you you set an expectation I can't keep up with. You know, I'm like, wait a minute, you know. And but I. That's right. I appreciate it. And I think that sometimes we do want to see the ugly, right? Because we yeah. always think that content creating or even being a mother is pretty. And sometimes yeah. I'm like, no. no, my son is a like, I think he's actually a dinosaur. Like, yeah, I think he's a little for raptor. Sure. For sure. I yeah. think he just, well, yeah. So I, 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 I appreciate it. I definitely appreciate being able to watch you. And I can say that you have also inspired me to, to move into more of a creative space. I was more of like the background guy. Like, let me just build websites and y'all do everything even facing um but i say i can say that you have definitely inspired me to kind of come out of that shell and really be like all right people we we here if she can be up at 4 30 made 13 videos fed her kid dropped him off at school came back went to the gym filled another video ate <laughs> right <laughs> keep up sometimes you i can't can even watch a podcast i can't even oh i can't even watch this stuff I'd be like, ready. Oh, oh my gosh no no thank you for acknowledging that i listen i, I no, I, I try and I do the best that I can. You know, I'm always trying to keep it real. I go get on Instagram, no makeup, hair, jacked up. I want people to know I am human. And honestly, that is one of the main reasons why, you know, Praise What Slay is the brand that it is. I think it's all about authenticity. I'm so glad that we got to get on here. You know, I got to have you on here so people can hear and just know that like, Regardless of however we see ourselves, remember that God sees us completely different. And if only we could see ourselves the way God sees us, then we mm-hmm. would be unstoppable, right? But not so much, you know, because he wants us to still remain humble. He wants us to stay low. And the only way to go up is to stay low. And this is always good. This is always good. But, you know, we need the community. We need the encouragement. And you know, we we our our scars will always be another person's uh, roadmap, right? So everything that we go through or we have gone through, we can help someone, and then we're here. And then once we get to the next level, we'll be able to look back in this on this moment and be like, "Wow, God, you really did that." So I'm very appreciative of that. Um, Chris, let us know your your social. You know, you got Instagram, Twitter. Yes. Find you, follow you, keep up with the life once you get <sighs> going, popping off, because you know we want to support. Yeah, for sure. Um, you can follow me at on Instagram um, at just call me Chris underscore and Chris is with the K. So just call me Chris with the K underscore. Um, and then our vintage page is price points vintage. So follow mm-hmm. both of those on Instagram. And you know, support the support the vibes. Of course, and everything will be in 
the description as well. I want to close out with uh, a quick prayer as we always do just for our listener and our guest. So dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much, God. We glorify you. We ask that you would continue to keep us anchored in you, keep us strong. Thank you for the person listening to this podcast. We ask that this um, whole episode would be of assistance or some sort of help, some sort of inspiration for them to keep going. If they're questioning their faith, if they're doubting, Father, we cancel that. We cancel the spirit of doubt, we cancel the spirit of worry. And we ask that you would loose the spirit of, of strength, of peace um, and of faith. We know that we can't lean on our own understanding and certain things that you do is just beyond our capacity, God. But we ask that you would continue to open our eyes, give us the vision, help us to write it down and make it plain. God, I thank you for Kristen. I ask that you would keep her going. I lift her up to you, God, and uh, just continue to walk with her, um, direct her steps in her new endeavors coming and help her to remember who she is in you. We love you, God. We thank you. We glorify you and we honor you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. That was yes. great. Yes, yes. All right. Well, don't forget to subscribe to the Praise Wesley podcast, download the app, and follow us on Instagram at Praise Wesley. Until then, we will see y'all. I guess I always have a problem with closing out. I always say we will see y'all, but we will chat again. <laughs> next time. See y'all. Okay. Bye.